welcome to By Design with Lynn and Danette. This is just a place where we get to talk about all the things design, whether it's our lives, our friendships, our homes, and the places that we get to enjoy with our family. So we're glad you're here. Yay. I just need to let you know that it is summer vacation here at the Felsman House and everyone's still alive and well. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, usually two weeks in, I'm like, okay. Oh yeah. When school starting again, because mm-hmm. mama's losing her marbles. I was, that's funny that you bring this up because this morning on my drive to your house, I had a cup of coffee and you know, we've got a, a few too many kid items in our car and oh, like I right. bumped something and the coffee spilled all over me and I didn't <sighs> even react. I just looked down, saw the coffee all over my clothes and I wiped it away. I and didn't even moved on, moved on. <laughs> but I was like, I was thinking about my husband and like if he would have gotten in the car and oh, like mercy. elbowed a toy and like spilled coffee he probably would have been upset because it's annoying of course. but I'm in the land right now of children and all over stuff. me and yeah. so it changes things mm-hmm. so you're just used to being bombarded you're you you know I'm just like oh there's coffee all over me what else well, is new it didn't burn really <laughs> thank goodness more than not yeah you just wear your coffee all day I know and it's, it's fine true. well it's, it's summertime right it's I am it's not watching I know sorry this is like way too much info probably but I am not uh, using like heat styling on my hair. I am trying to get my hair healthier because I'm killing Good. it with a straight iron, you know. Good for you. I know. I, well, whatever. It's just because my hair is like straw. Anywho, I, it's summertime, so I can get away with it. It's like that just oh. beachy look and my hair is up mm-hmm. most of the time anyway. So right. I'm Mom trying, bun is my name. Right? Yeah. Survival here, man. I know. I, I took a shower the other day. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. And my little two-year-old was like, mama, bye-bye. Bye bye. Oh, you thought you oh were I got dressed and combed my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was it's funny so that Ragey's like uh, already knows what's. Oh, he's like Maple. My dog is like <laughs> <laughs> Maple knows. Uh, Maple knows if I oh. by the clothes I put on in the day <laughs> if I'm leaving. Like I love I, it. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it's funny when kids can see that in us. Like I was just wearing jeans. It's funny. It's the same thing, but I actually put like a little bit of makeup on. Like I actually made myself, I oh. like, I haven't wearing eye makeup until I, unless I have mm-hmm. to go out, you know? And even then that's questionable. But, um, yeah, they were like, why are you all dressed up fancy? Where are you going? I'm like, baby, I'm in a t-shirt. Jeez. I think I need to go back and listen to Retha's podcast. Um, for, she has a podcast called journey. Our friend Retha has a uh, podcast yes. called journey to balance. Mm-hmm. She had her mom on and she was talking about self care, yeah. which I didn't even know there was such a thing, but she uh. talks about putting like earrings on every day. Um, like, yes. and just like ways to take care of yourself. Cause I seem to miss that. So I'm going to listen to it again. So I will like <laughs> take notes, this time. maybe put some <laughs> earrings on or yeah. like pass it along to me too. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause you feel yeah. a little better when you look. Oh, totally. Slightly more presentable. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Hey, at least our kids know us, but like, I think it's hilarious. Like I'm so thankful that God loves me despite my disgustingness. <laughs> yeah. Right. So at least, um, we know that he's created us. And all of our idiosyncrasies mm-hmm. and all of our, even in the summertime, I think everybody gets a little bit more relaxed in the summertime. Right. But and it's a great thing to not take yourself so seriously and right. be able to relax in the skin we're in. Right. right. Oh, that took me a long time. Mm-hmm. Like there was a day I would not leave the house without mascara on. Like, in Oh yeah. I have friends like that who like, I remember going to her house and her time, like she'd been married like 10 years or something crazy. I don't know. And she told me like her husband's never seen her without makeup on. And I was wow. like, wow. I mean, that's like great wow, that she yeah. cares so much to look great for him. But at the same time, like we can give ourselves a little bit of a break and right. be, you know. 
Yeah, well, I well for me, it's mostly just laziness because I really hate when I have to like get up in the morning because I never like I'll wash my face. I use like those like towelettes mm-hmm. to wipe my face off at night before I go to bed, but I don't do my eyes. So yeah. usually when I wake up in the morning, I look like a raccoon or whatever, <laughs> and it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy, yeah. and I hate taking makeup off. I love putting it on, but I hate mm-hmm. taking it off. But yeah, God sees me despite it. Mm. He does, and when He looks at us. He sees our soul. Mm-hmm. He sees who we really are. Right. And, you know, like if we're standing next to, I, I think about, for some reason I equate this a lot with like young girls in high school because I remember how I, you know, this is the image things you struggle mm-hmm. with in high school. And, you know, when God looks at the most popular girl mm-hmm. and when he looks at the one who's not popular at all, who maybe doesn't, maybe who like doesn't have, only but a few outfits and maybe wears the same thing every day. Right. He sees her completely different, completely different if she knows and loves him. Mm-hmm. He sees her, yeah. her who she right. truly is. And I wish that we could all look at each other that way. And well, I, it, you and know, it's true because that, that scripture that says, like, you know, man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And mm-hmm. I know that that's like something our moms would tell us or our grandmas or, you know, we would hear as like trying to be comforting. Mm-hmm. But now, now that I'm older and I, I sense that, you know what I mean? And, and as moms, we look at our kids and it wouldn't matter. You know what I mean? Like as a, as a mom looking at our mm-hmm. children, like I, I love them just no matter what, you know, it doesn't matter what they are. I love them right. you know, and they're right. mine. And that's how God looks at us and he doesn't care. He sees our hearts and he says, you are mine. Mm-hmm. And that's who you Absolutely. are. Absolutely, I have those thoughts as I stand in line at grocery stores now. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. of the person in front of me, like God made that person. Who did he create them to be? Mm-hmm. What plans does he have? If they could, you know, see through or see past the things of this world and grab, ho- grab on. Yeah, to, absolutely. You know, the Lord. That reminds me of a story that Christine Kane once shared how she was in uh, a line a Target, I think she said it was. Anyways, she was just saying how there was a girl at the checkout line or checking her through, and the Holy Spirit like spoke to Christine that she was going to have an abortion later that day. Hmm. And so when Christine got up there, she was just saying, whatever you're doing, like what you're thinking of doing today, whatever, don't do it. Like, And started talking with her. She ended up meeting with her. Like She took a break and went and talked with her. And wow. I just love that. Like May we be women that choose to love the way God loves us and ask God to show us like may our eyes see the way he loves people you Mm -hmm. know like so that we can see that and not be blind to the things going on around us how about even when we're at church on Sunday and we get our seats and we're sitting next to whoever maybe it's someone we don't know maybe it's someone we do and sometimes in church services you greet you get to greet or whatever but how about afterwards just Instead of like grabbing your purse and heading out, like looking at that person and saying, how are you? Yeah. You know, um, maybe it's not uh, by chance that God had that person sitting next to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like let's interact with the people that but God how big placed. is God? He right. does stuff like that all the time. And I love that. Mm-hmm. And then when you are reminded at those times, when you do actually stop and look the person in the eyes and say, how are you? And mean it. And they actually respond and you're able to, you know, like maybe encourage them or just cry with them or whatever it is. You leave knowing that, okay, I was not blind to what God put right in front of me today. Like, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's walk in that. And there, it's some, there's something to be said for being present in the moment. And as you are, you know, it's not about 
this Christian walk that we, you know, live out each day. It's not just reading your Bible and trying to finish a book. Like we were talking about this the other night with some girls saying, well, I never finished that book. I only got this far. And it's something that I've been considering as I like study the word of God. Um, it's not about getting today's study done. Mm -hmm. It's about asking God to teach you whatever it is that you're reading today. You might not ever finish this book, but as long as God speaks to you on those pages in chapter three, and, and you take it with you and it changes your life and you know him more, that's what matters. Winning, yeah. Yeah, so like when we're being present in the moment, we're living out our calling, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. As making disciples. Absolutely. And um, we are called to know Christ more and to share him with the people around right. us. Love and, God, love others. Yeah, and that's make it. it real. Don't just do your Bible study and then run off and let's fill our days with... Netflix binging and... Right, or going to the beach and doing the next thing. Like, you know, sometimes we're, like we say, we're so busy, mm. but we can um, do all those things and take him with us. Absolutely. It's the perspective that you mm-hmm. choose to walk in, you know? And that came really clear to me, like when I I had a lot of identity issues. Like I had like an out of control experience. So it was like I wanted to be able to control something in my life. And so that translated into my food intake and my mm-hmm. and the fact that if I did binge, I could throw it all up. And you know what I mean? I could I could oh, control yeah. what mm-hmm. came into my body and left my body, right? And so mm-hmm. that created in me a total different identity because I I liked being thin. Mm-hmm. I liked people saying to me, like, Oh, you're so tiny. Mm-hmm. Like my my people well-meaning would say things in passing they had no idea because I was a really good faker they knew something was wrong like people close to me knew something was wrong but like for a long long time and then I had babies you know Kurt and I got married and started having babies and I would have to like get right back down to that weight because that's who I was known as I was always tiny so I have to be tiny again like Mm -hmm. it became this thing where it was like no 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 no. what has God called me to do now I'm now a mom (laughs) And I need to take care of my body in a healthy manner so that I can mother well and show him well. But I didn't get that. You know, I, I, yeah, it took me a long time to get that. And now truly knowing like reading scripture and it's really come alive to me. The fact that I've had to say out loud to myself on the days I don't feel it. Like I am a child of the most high. I'm a daughter of the king. Like I have to say it out loud. And I tell other girls that when they say things about themselves, like that is a lie from the pit of hell. You are not a number on the scale. You are a daughter of the king. Like, right. What is our identity wrapped up in? Yeah. It can't be wrapped up in this body. No. And, and the way that we look and the amount of skin and yeah. that we have mm-hmm. hanging off our sides or wherever. That's not who we are. God gave us these bodies and he made each of us uniquely yes. in a way that no one else is made like you or me. Oh my golly, right? We're, like mm-hmm. our fingerprints are our I own. Know. Our faces, you can't like like, our scans and all our genetic, like you, Mm -hmm. right? Like people have their own DNA. Nobody can, no one has your DNA but you. How big is God? Like He did that, and there's how many billion people in the world? Like how in the world? So you know, let's be us. Yes, but and let's also remember that who we are is it's in our souls. It's in our personalities. It's Mm. you know, these bodies will fade. I love that in Esther how. Esther was there for such a time as now, you know, and he mm-hmm. placed her there in that time and space to mm-hmm. accomplish only what Esther could do. And he did. He made her beautiful for a reason, you know, like right. she, she caught was. the king's eye and yeah. all of these things. And she was able to 
save her whole nation. Like mm-hmm. she saved a nation because she acknowledged that, yes, God has called me here to this space and time. And like you were telling me before, like Mordecai, mm-hmm. he told her, God doesn't need to use you. God is God. He can do whatever he's going to accomplish, what he's set out to accomplish, whether you're on board or not. He could rise up somebody else to do it. But Esther understood that it was hers. You know, God is mm-hmm. asking her to do that. And she said yes. And she saved the nation out of it. Right. But I just love that. Like, you, Danette, are here for such a time as now to accomplish what only God has for you to do. And whether that's just leading little people at home or whether it's Most being times kind. It yeah. Or being kind to the people at the grocery store. Like, we're yeah. all called to do those things. We are all called to be leaders, no matter what capacity that is. So we need to be able to step into that with the full knowledge that God is with us. He has called us and he will equip us. Mm-hmm. That's, I love that. That's amen, girl. I love that story of Esther though. Like that gives me such comfort on those days. Right. And so what I think about Esther, I think about she was made beautiful. Mm-hmm. Lots of people are made beautiful, like on the outside, like yeah. God gave yes. some people just a gift of their Face, face, man. Like <laughs> I think of my husband. Yeah, <laughs> right. He is beautiful. Oh gosh, but yeah, but, but seriously, but God made lots of people beautiful, yes. right? But for her, hers was for the purpose of not just using her beauty to get on a throne and in a mm-hmm. castle and no. to be have people being her servants. It was and to for, notice her. Yeah, it was for a glorious purpose for God's glory to save His people, and she had to step up into that. And make use of the time she was given there in that spot. But she was as wise as a serpent and as harmless as a dove. Like, I just love that. Like, she invited him to dinner Mm -hmm. and she waited. That girl had patience. Like, she was so wise. Like, she knew how to use her charm and her, her, like, she was smart. Like, in her love for God, she used it all. Like, that reminds me of something Jess Connolly said. Remember when we went to the Influence Conference mm-hmm. and we went to so down to Influence? We um, shared a, a little bit about it in a couple posts ago on our website. Oh, yeah. But I wrote down a lot of what Jess Connolly said. She was the first person up on stage. I couldn't write fast enough. Mm-hmm. But she was saying that we are all with already women of influence and that um, our influence is given for one purpose only, and that's God's glory. Mm. So she was talking about how God uniquely made each of us, which, hello, that's kind of our mantra, isn't right? it? Yep. And uh, that she was saying that, who has God given you favor with? Mm. You know, what, um, you know, do people look to you because maybe you're wise or, you know, maybe you are a beautiful person and people are attracted to you. I don't know. But yeah. how can you turn that around and use it for the kingdom? Yeah. Keep your eyes on God and remember that your gifts were given to you. By God, by God, for God, for God, and that's yeah. humbling. Like when we get caught and and stuck looking at our bodies and thinking about how they're not perfect and they're, um, if we remember that if we wear this world loosely, mm, yes. like a loose garment, Emily Freeman said yeah. that in her book, a Million Little Ways. Yeah. Um, Actually, I think that was it, Simply Tuesday. Simply Tuesday, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Okay. Simply Tuesday. Yeah. But yeah, it's true. Like wear the world loosely. Let's not let things conform us to this world, but let's conform the world to God. Like let's not. Yeah. Yes, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. Like, Mm -hmm. and even the the skin we're in, mm -hmm. we were made with these faces and we were created this way by God. And he, you know, he gave to each one as he saw fit so that they could use it for him yeah. and and also for your own good it's it's freeing when you're not looking at your own body and 
and hating it. Right. right. And but, let's stop comparing our bodies to other people's bodies too. Like yeah. I, I, let's not compare it. Like God, God's given you this body and don't worry about girlfriend over here who mm-hmm. is jogging past your house every day looking awesome. And I always am looking for something that's chasing her, but nothing's chasing her. She's mm-hmm. actually choosing to run. <laughs> like, Good And her. I honestly, I want to like cheer her on like, girl, get it. Go, mm-hmm. you, you're doing it. But I don't want to compare myself to her because, you know, she's choosing something like different and that's the way yeah. God's created her and that's beautiful and she's beautiful. But why don't we start encouraging each other and like lifting each other up? complimenting each other instead of tearing each other down and like criticizing like right and people's appearances and, and all it, of that like yeah. it's it's not helpful even our own because yes. that's not life that's not what life is about if you are if you're making it all about how you appear yeah whether it be physically or even if you appear like if you want to be the person that knows everything about the bible or always has a word for someone or you know um Mm-hmm. You want to appear wise or, you know, if you want to pretend like you have it all, like, I you know, know, like we all do I that. Know. We want to say that we're more than we're not. If it, if you make it all about those appearances and you miss the heart of it, mm-hmm. then you're going to fall flat. Yeah. it's n- Life isn't going to be full. It's going to be a game you play. Amen. And it's going to become about performance, about looking thin or and about who? who are you performing for? Like our audience yeah. is God. We have an audience of one. We're not. I don't I perform that. for my friends you know and if you're catching yourself doing that you need to take a deep breath and you need to take a step back and you need to ask yourself some hard questions who who's my master who am i serving am i serving people because that's evil mm-hmm. that's sinful and it's wrong and we all do that from time to time i have to do the same thing take a step back and ask myself who am i serving and what's motivating me is it mm-hmm. so that i'm being noticed so that i can look good in the appearance of men like right. what what is it like i and when I say appearance of men, I just mean like men and women, like the collective right. people. But like, what is your heart motivation? Like, we have to look at that. And that's all through the New Testament. You know, mm-hmm. like in Matthew, the overflow of our hearts comes out our mouths. Like, what are you right. speaking about a lot? You'll find out what's important to you if you actually listen to yourself. You know, we know that we're broken. Yeah. People are broken. Yeah. And we we realize that. Mm-hmm. And so we're not going to get all these areas cleaned up, but we can try mm-hmm. to overcome them in his name. Amen. You know, that's all we can do. mm -hmm. And when we come to the cross and we are made new in Christ and we put our faith in him, he changes us. He gives us a new name. So Mm -hmm. we're no longer the broken girl with, you know, all of the weight or all of the acne or all of the whatever is not perfect about us, which there's a lot. Right. Um, Like Abram got the name Abraham and Sarai became Sarah. Right. Like people are we're given a new name in him and it's his name. We're Amen. seen in the eyes of Christ, yes. right? Through we him. are redeemed. Mm-hmm. We are precious in his sight. Isaiah 43.1 says, But now thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. And uh, later on in Isaiah, it's Isaiah 49.16, it says, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your your walls are ever before me. He sees us. We're yeah. We're in the palm of his hand. And when you look at yourself through that light and you know that you are made by him and for him, it takes the it it takes the focus off the package Mm -hmm. and the appearance. And you realize that there's real worth. Yeah. Real worth. Oh, yeah. Well, and like him. Yes. And like you have to go back to that. You know, you have to go back to the scriptures and be in them. And that's where we will know his voice and we'll be able to hear him like 
may his voice be louder than all the other voices whispering to us that we're not enough or that we need to do something different or we need to be part of this mm-hmm. this group of people or we need to all of those things that are whispered to us that are not of God. That's what relationship is. And right. yeah, that's, you know, kind of hitting on what I was trying to say earlier about um, not just saying all the things about God, mm-hmm. but spending time and getting to know him because, you know, we all want to be known, right? right. We want to be noticed. Yeah. Sometimes even in our own hearts, we want to be known by the the big people in our churches. Maybe it's the pastor or maybe, or maybe it's, it's in our jobs, you know, yeah, the boss we, man. We right. We want to be seen. But when you live under the light of knowing that you are made by the almighty and that he sees you and that mm-hmm. he knows you, um, you're no longer just a mom. You're no longer just the girl who's working hard at your job, wanting to be seen. You are his, you bear his name. Yeah. No matter what you're walking around Mm -hmm. wearing, no matter if you can buy the best, coolest shoes or the best outfits, if you're wearing, you know, humble clothing because you can't afford it or or whatever. Because you want to not. Yeah. Like I just. None of that matters. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The way what we see in each other, God doesn't see that. And Mm -hmm. I say, let's look at each other through those eyes. Yes. Through the filter of who God made us all. No, I I know what it's like to stand in front of my closet and want to cry tears because basically none of my clothes fit me anymore because I I haven't, after my third baby, I haven't really lost all of my baby weight. That's okay though. It's okay. (laughs) But I'm also like, (laughs) things are changing. I'm getting older and, but you know, I'm excited because, um, we're going to have Kelly on, really soon and she this is something that she's really knowledgeable about is like your bodies and she's a a trainer with revelation wellness and so she's going to come on and talk about more about that and And healthy body image yeah it's gonna be awesome and she's just a hoot so yeah watch out (laughs) it's gonna be so fun it's fine we're excited we're excited to have her on so and you guys get to like actually get to hear her voice those of you Mm -hmm. that don't know the lovely kelly lackey so that's coming up on the on the next episode, I believe. Yeah. Let's uh, move on and talk about our design chat Let's today, do which it. is wall collages. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Wall collages are like one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. And I have to stop myself from like making them all over my house and redoing the ones that I have. Because for me, it's just like Seriously, fun. I know. I understand that. And I've heard from other people that they're afraid of them. And I understand because... You kind of have to have an eye, you know, just to kind of see where things... Right, and maybe they haven't done them. Like, we do them right. a lot. So it's just like... And you just don't know where to start. Like, it's kind of one of those things. And, you know, do we do everything the same? Do we do... You know, and it's it's really... Mm-hmm. It's just a fingerprint, you know, on a wall that you get to create. And I, you know, I really struggled with having the confidence to do these things in my home. Like, to do mm-hmm. uh, picture galleries and even vignettes. I would struggle with that. And I read... This is a great book. We'll have a link to it on the bydesignpodcast.com website. Um, it's called The Nesting Place by Mike Quillen Smith. and The Nester. The Nester, yeah. And follow her on Instagram. Uh, I just, I, She's practical. She's mm-hmm. just a beautiful woman who likes to create beautiful spaces. And so mm-hmm. she wrote this book, and it's just very, very practical of like, okay, if you don't have to spend a lot of money. What do you have in your house? Let's shop the house first before we go out and buy a whole bunch of stuff to put on a wall. And it's a great book. So it actually gave me uh, the confidence to take risks in my home, which mm-hmm. was doing gallery walls, putting holes in a wall. Like that was scary. 
right. putting holes in a wall. And especially if you do a gallery wall, you feel like, I'm going to put so many holes in my drywall. And like, honestly, my husband's not a huge fan of, he, he knows I put holes all over the walls. That's okay. I mean, most likely it will be covered up by something else or you can patch yes. it and paint it real quick. It's yes, not a big deal. Exactly. No, don't be afraid to decorate your homes so that your walls are perfectly bare. And he's bare. so cool with it now. Oh, I know. But and like, it, we have first, it's growing pains. Yes. People need to understand that. Like, it's it's way better to make your house a home and feel a, a welcoming space that you enjoy than having pristine, holeless walls. Right. Um, so, so one, where to start? Where to start? I would say let's talk about the height of hanging things first. Well, let's you choose your wall. And look, look at the like the size of the wall too. I feel like okay. you know, don't you think? Like to know. Well, yeah, you can. You have to choose where you want it to be for sure. Um, and so, yeah, I tend to a gallery wall is normally in my mind going to be around six feet wide. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be. You can have a smaller one, but if it's gallery potential, I like it. Like I'm thinking like five or six feet, like right. maybe above a sofa. And we'll totally put pictures up. Of the gallery walls that we have done, yes, on yeah. the mm-hmm. on the website, so you can actually see our, our yeah, walls. I've in done our house. a few of mine, yeah, and um, yeah. So I think it's finding the right wall that you know. I I think part of this too is you know, do you want a lot of color? Mm-hmm. Do you know? Are you wanting uh, it to be kind of eclectic? You know, are mm-hmm. you wanting to have six frames, three on the top, three right underneath? of all the same frame for same, you know, mm-hmm. are you going to like of all your kids or family? Like you have to kind of decide which, which direction I think you want to go mm-hmm. in. Um, like for me, I love an eclectic wall. I love having a lot of things that don't match, but my cousin who he married is interior designer. She does great stuff. And she just did a wall. I saw on her Instagram. It's a large wall. And she did like four by four by four by four, all of like the same frame of like pictures. Mm -hmm. And it was the entire wall was filled with it. It looked awesome. It was such an impact. Like, right. And so, yeah, you either want to, I think, incorporate pieces that don't go together, but do. So, you know, they have, there's a whimsy feel in there Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe a a big heavier piece or different sculptural sculptural pieces or something like that. Or you try to tie it all together with the same frame and the same mat, you know, so you can go decide which way you want to go. But, you know, you can also like shop your house and find, grab all the frames that you have. And what I do is I figure out the wall and then I go grab Mm-hmm. all kinds of things right and I make a pile on the floor and then I start arranging it on the floor in front of the wall within the mm-hmm. wall space that it's going to go on and then I just step back and look at it and sometimes it take a picture yeah yep. take a picture before you it. start moving it in because you won't figure out how to get it back and sometimes yeah absolutely and sometimes mm-hmm. I I'll see things in a picture that I don't necessarily see right in front of me mm-hmm. so like I'll take a picture even like mm-hmm. when I vignette things I will take a picture of it to like just to see how it's placed because it looks different. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's too far this way. Yeah. Or... A few other things, just general things on making a wall collage is, you know, lay it out on the floor, like we said. And, you know, you don't ever want to put anything heavy on the top because part of it is that it has to feel balanced in the bigger pieces. Normally, I would say either go kind of on the left and always on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't want to put a big thing with a bunch of small things under it unless you have something that you're really making work in a very distinct way, right. but typically offset a little bit. Yeah. And you, you kind of want the heavier stuff on the bottom right. and yeah. And don't put too much space between things. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like ours to be cozy. We like it to be, yeah, otherwise they don't look like they're friends. They look like they're all mm-hmm. wanting to get away from each other. And we use crazy things for walls. Seriously. Like we, we did this collage, our wall collage at a client's house, and, you know, he was great. He, we were walking all around his house looking for stuff, and, like, we found this, like, giant cheese cutter what was oh that? it was a mouse trap it looked like a mouse trap but it was like an acme piece of wood but it was actually a cheese cutter it was but it cool. was this really cool like um, sculptural yeah. thing that we he didn't use it you know he we mounted that on his wall oh, yeah, and it man. looked really cool oh like, yeah and we took his tissue box remember we took yeah. the tissues out of it because he had it it was like from like easter island it was like that sculpture of like yeah that at the museum yeah sorry um, yeah, so we put that on his wall. Stonehead. Yeah, I remember him coming downstairs and he was like, is that my tissue box? <laughs> We're like, yes. He's like, oh, that's kind of cool. It is. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of plates. Yeah. I love Mixing putting plates, plates in. into it, like different shapes. You know, I like yeah, doing good that round, for interesting. Getting a little round thing mm-hmm. in there is great. And as far as mounting height goes, it's actually pretty low. People are always, no, it can't. It doesn't. Look, nothing looks right at that height. 57 inches is supposed to be the center of what you mount on your walls. And I, it's because okay, so it's can you kind clarify of that. So 57 inches to the bottom or it's 57 inches to the top, 57 inches to the center to of the your center frame. Of and the frame. it's kind of like the most popular height of everybody combined. It's the, yeah. So combined heights of small people, tall people, mm. whatever, 57 is kind of the middle number that you learn in school, but you can like, you know, I tend to just use um, 60 inches. Yeah. And my husband is always, he's really tall. He's 6'4". He's right. always like, everything's too low. And most right. people hang things too high. Right. They and do. you don't want to do that. So. I know. You don't want things floating up there. And yeah. Well, that, that's mind. a beautiful thing because it's funny. I have friends too that are in the same boat and he's extremely tall. Um, and, you know, he wants to hang things taller and she wants to hang them like that's too t- that's too high. And so I'm like, you know what? Honestly, guys, a gallery wall is your perfect answer because you, some of those things will be high and they will be at his yeah. eye level and it'll be great. Right. So. And yeah, they, the gallery wall, you know, everything that we have in our homes anyway is mm-hmm. kind of low. The back of our sofa right. isn't high. So we're, you know, things are kind of grounded there around 60 inches. We're sitting down when we're enjoying them. We're not standing all the time in our house. So right. think about that where you can enjoy them when you're sitting with your people. Right. It isn't up high. It actually is kind of around that 60-inch mark. Mm-hmm. And everything else in your house, if you mount it at that same level, throughout Mm. then it flows so like you go from one room to the next and it's all kind of in that same elevation Mm -hmm. then it 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 feels like harmonious it does and you don't want to do a gallery wall everywhere either but it's too much pick one make it your yeah yeah your spot you want some punch so it's a good wall Mm. but don't overdo it yeah and like sometimes when i get tired of things i frame different things too like i'll just change the the pictures out or the you know, whatever it is, whether I just paint a picture, like random, like my kids, I, f- I framed their art and put that I up there. I have a painting of your son's in my house. Aww. Yeah, Only She has a very artist. artistic little guy. Yeah. He does great paintings. Yeah. Have your kids paint you something yeah. on canvas. Seriously, it's so fun. Even if it's just like abstracty, it's totally cool. Mm-hmm. And they will feel like rock stars. Right. The other thing that Lynn and I do for frames is we go to like... Uh, Goodwill. Yeah. We shop thrift stores. Thrift stores for frames. And then yard sales are a great. And spot. then we paint them or we, you can, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Even if there's ugly stuff on, in framed in there. 
Yes, or you can paint it. You know, I was just telling my mom this the other day. They have this huge painting that hangs in their stairway. It's humongous. It's like 60 inches wide. Mm -hmm. It's big. But it's very dated looking because of the colors. And I'm like, just paint it. Over it. Paint over the whole thing. Paint it all white. And then add in some other colors and textures. And my stepdad's really artistic anyway. Oh, so that's like, awesome. Yeah, I wanted to steal it and do it for them. <laughs> but I think he might do it, which that's cool too oh, because he is artistic. So. That's awesome. But yeah, you can do that. You can paint over paintings. And yeah. um, th- lots of people do that. Like, oh, you know, yeah. lots of designers I, all over I the place are doing of, that. And even frames that I have that are dated that are like that brown or mm-hmm. they're just not, um, I don't know, I'm over them. I'm tired mm-hmm. of them because I do get bored like quickly. Yeah, I just spray paint those things, or I Annie Sloan chalk paint them, mm-hmm. and Annie Sloan. Voila. Or yes. I, you know what? And I've done this. I'm actually looking at it right behind Annette. I, I have a frame that's just an empty frame that I got at a um at like a junkyard. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's just so cool. It's wooden with like these like metal corners, and I just put washi tape on the wall. Like right on. Oh so yeah, we'll take framed. a picture of that. It's so cute. And like, what's washi tape? Like I use on the washi wall tape. Framed. Yeah, yeah. Just use, and I learned that from Nestor. Like, I, like all of these little things are just ideas that I've taken from different people that I've admired, and I mm-hmm. see things, and I'm like, you know, that looks really pretty. I'm going to try putting that on the wall. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, why not? I, you know, another thing that I do sometimes is I use ropes and twine oh. to hang things. So like, even if I have a big frame, sometimes I'll tie it in the each corner. And then I'll have like oh. a high hook and I just hang a f- empty so like, frame from by so a rope pretty. or like a, you know, yeah, so like there's that. a million different things you can do. You don't have to that. And like with Lynn and I, with the styles that we have, um, it's kind of free flowing like that. You know, not everything is exactly so, mm-hmm. so you can make some of your own stuff or paint things or repurpose something. Yeah. Look for, you know, different things in your house and, you know. If you see at Marshall's a really pretty plate that's like an interesting shape or something, just and it's like you know you that's a great place to go because a lot mm-hmm. of times you can get interesting things there for under ten dollars even mm-hmm. and put that thing on your wall. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's talking about the the gallery walls. Um, I don't know how everyone else does it, um, lays them out on the walls. Different people do things different ways. The way that I do it is I take like a bunch of old newspapers or magazines Mm -hmm. and then I will like lay my frame on the floor and then I will tape a few pieces of paper and rip them or cut them so that they fit the size of the frame. So I kind of have my own little paper version of it. Yeah. Of the size of the frame. And then I, I make one for each piece and then I tape it to the wall with just masking like paint tape that works really well because it just peels right off. Yeah. So then I'll tape my whole thing to the wall and then, um, I will measure on my back of my frame where my nail is or where the little hanger is. And then I'll go and make a mark on, right on each, the paper on the paper. And then I'll nail right through the paper onto the wall and then I'll rip the paper off and yep. ta-da, the nails are in the right spot. It's so fast. So I'm not like measuring like two exact inches. Like it's all by feel and balance and, and your eye you kind of have to trust your gut a little bit. Yeah. And you know what? And if you have a friend who has a, it's fun to have somebody else there to talk it through with sometimes, you know, you, you need to get another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes, oh, yeah. you know, you need to be like, hey, what do you think about this? Or maybe which one do you think looks better? And just ask somebody else. And it's yeah. that My mother-in-law just did that. She's so cute. She did a, her, a gallery wall in her house. It looks great. But she was sending me pictures like, what do you oh. think of this? Oh. 
And I'd be like, well, how about try this? And then she would like m- take a picture of it yeah. just on her own because she's smart Good. and she knew how to do it. And she was making her own arrangement awesome. and she did it herself. Like, you know, normally I would show up over there and do it for her. She did it and like, her, awesome. you know, wow. and then Look she just, and she just loves it. That's There's awesome. like buy-in and you feel proud Ownership. when you have something beautiful in your home that you created. And, and you'll be surprised at how easy it is. Yeah. And honestly, if you put something in the wrong spot and the hole will show later on if you move things around. Like sometimes I put different objects on my walls and then there are holes that show. Mm-hmm. You do. You just get a little filler and you touch it up mm-hmm. and move no on. one needs to know. Yeah. What else can we say about this? Oh, I, ca- I usually think that things need to be grounded. So what by, by grounded, I mean if I have a gallery wall, I want something kind of under it, holding it to the ground a little bit. So sometimes it's a chair or a sofa, or a council table, or something like that. And sometimes it does work where it is a, a thing on its own, but normally I like it to be grounded on something, like if you have a little end table, um, if it has a lamp, or it's just the table that nothing's on it. It's a great little way to make a little collage behind it. It's grounded right. by the table, and then it's beautiful right for anything you sit on it right behind there. So that... I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. It usually does need to have not not always. It doesn't, but that's a good rule of thumb. If yeah. you're something, if it feels like it's floating or not doing the right thing, try moving a piece of furniture under right. it and see. Yeah, good stuff, guys. And it, listen, share your pictures. If you end up doing a gallery wall and um, take us on Instagram, we'd love, we'd to, love see to see it. Yeah, or, and use the by design uh, podcast hashtag, and we'll find you. But we would. We'd love to see it. That'd be so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's love our homes, friends. Yay. Okay. Well, you guys have a great day. We will talk to you another time. Bye.